time for your weekly dose of nostalgia with the 80s and 90s Uncensored. I am Milo Dennison. And I'm Jamie Fenderson. And today we're talking about the F-16 Fighting Falcon. Yeah. It's badass. stuff. Exactly. Jet fighters (laughs) are cool. They are cool, especially in the 80s. They were super cool because that's pretty much when the F-16 fighting falcon and all these cool fighter jets came out and they started making fighter jet movies like top gun and iron eagle and if the fighter jets are awesome it's true though they did have cool fighter jets in the 80s though if you think about it, yeah the f-16 which we're talking about today the f-14 mm-hmm. the tomcat which just looks badass with this swept wing thing and in top gun you've got the f-15 which is still in use today and being updated and the uh, A-10, the Warthog, the big ugly one that everybody still loves. So a lot of cool jets. And like our episode with the Abrams tank, these these jets that kind of came out in the 80s, only maybe only some of them are just now being discontinued after like 45 years. But they've been in service for a long time because um, they're badass. Absolutely. And, and the reason why we're talking about the F-16 is um, at the time of this recording anyway, there's approval to send bunch of f-16s to ukraine to kick some kick some ass over there so we thought we'd just kind of explore that action it was initially developed in the mid-70s under general dynamics and a guy by the name of uh, where's my notes on this guy john john boyd who was a pilot and he started kind of a group called the fighter mafia and they were pilots <laughs> engineer i know sounds badass right yeah and uh, with the task of producing a more efficient, better fighter jet, because I think they were using kind of the F-4 and the F-111 back then. So the F-4 was a terrible jet from all accounts. Yeah. And the reason why they call them, so this guy you're talking about, um, Colonel Boyd, he had this cool maneuverability theory that he developed with a mathematician. It's it's, it's crazy stuff that I I don't even know if I can get into, but... He and this mathematician and a whole group of this fighter mafia, they were kind of the against the status quo because they thought the people in the status quo were making crap and 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 they were just kind of like buying weapons before they were even tested and just kind of making crap. So they developed this group of people that's in the Air Force said, Hey, we need me we need to be more badass. <laughs> fighter mafia. <laughs> and he was a pretty straight up guy. I was watching a clip of him. And he was talking about doing in meetings and stuff. And the guy was like, you know, and I told him like, I could, I'm not even an engineer and I could develop a better plane than this kind of thing. Colonel Boyd doesn't mess around, dude. He's badass. (laughs) He didn't care. So they first kind of produced the F-15 actually, which as we met, as I mentioned, is still in, in service, but he really wanted to do a lower cost, more agile single engine jet. And that led us to the F-16. Yeah, and they needed to be cheaper but still badass because they they needed to buy more of them but still have kind of the capabilities. Um, So this is kind of a lightweight fighter. And the first one went into service in 1979, it looks like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 1979, but it, it got its name, the Fighting Falcon, officially in 1980. That's why it's the 80s and 90s.com, 80 90 uncensored, because it got its name and it went into like full service in 1980. And, 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 and even though it's called the Fighting Falcon, the crews called it the Viper. 
Sounds cool. It kind of looks sounds cool, but you know where they got it? They got it from uh, Battlestar Galactica was was <laughs> playing at that time. They were they thought that was kind of badass. <laughs> yep. So uh, it first saw action in 1981, actually via the Israelis and Iraqis where the first mm. was the first military to use it back in 1981. Eight F-16s with bombs and six with air escort missiles were involved in that action. That's back when we sold F-16s to Iraq. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, guys. We won't see these again. Which led to currently 26 nations around the globe use the F-16 in their military. Over 4,500 have been, been produced so far. And uh, it's seen action pretty much everywhere since the 80s. It's been in Syria. Uh, the U.S. Air Force, of course, has used it. It saw major usage in Desert Storm, where it looks like 25% of all airstrikes during the war were done using the F-16. So it was the most active jet during that battle, during that war. Wow. This was also the one they used in Iron Eagle, Um so Iron Eagle's kind of like Top Gun's little Air Force brother. If you haven't seen that movie, you should. If you haven't, go stop this podcast. Go watch it right now. No, but, no, no. Fin finish listening to this podcast, <laughs> then go watch it. Don't yeah, listen okay, to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but the F-16 was used, but they used Israeli F-16s because the Air Force was like, hey, you can't make a movie making us look stupid and making it look like teenagers can steal all these secrets and steal Air Force planes. We're totally not cooperating. So they're like, all right. But the Israelis are like, come on over, give us some money, we'll do it. Yeah, we don't care as long as you pay us. Use our F-16s. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> and it's been going through, like our Abrams one, like it's gone through upgrades and updates ever since, different additions, different configurations, different engines even, that kind of stuff. So it's um, been quite versatile and utilized and updated since then. Because of course, as times change, the technology has to change with it and the stuff that we're using to fight wars needs to go along with that. Yeah. And isn't that the issue they're having in Ukraine too, is because it's not like, like in our simple minds, we think, Hey, just there's all these F-16s, just send them all over. But I guess they've changed a lot over. I mean, they still have the same basic design, but technologically you can't take one from like 1982 and then one from 2002 and be like, yeah, they're the same. Cause like all the equipment and like computers and weapons, they're all kind of different. Right. Absolutely. I mean, tech and even really, cause they started being built by general dynamics, but then Lockheed Martin bought that division in GD. And so I'm sure there were some changes around then as well, but uh, the, the engines have changed at first. They used a, um, what was the Pratt and Whitney engines? And then they came out with different versions of it. So some use Pratt and Windy engines, some use General Electric engines, depending on which one you when you're going with. All, all like you said, the technology, like the latest versions, got all kinds of advanced visuals, heads up technology, radar systems, uh, collision avoidance systems, all that kind of cool stuff. And it's intended the most recent one to work better with the fifth generation fighters, F-22 and F-35. So if they're using an old 1980s version, the technology is going to be super different. Yeah. Well, so when they were developing this Milo, maybe you know more about this. 
didn't they have a like a, a fly off like a like there were different companies and it was like oh it's a fly off someone's gonna get served yep <laughs> yeah that was held in in the uk actually it was held in north coast of um of uh, scotland is what i'm looking mm. for and it competed yeah the us a couple of us jets against uh, british jets and the f16 pretty much whooped ass that would have been kind of fun to be at that fly off right yeah, it would have been cool to watch and maybe they have some disco balls like it's a fly off <laughs> who's going to get served in our fly off yeah they had a bunch of planes like like they had and they had finalists and so there, I guess for this type of thing, there's actually companies competing for these contracts, right? And it makes sense. I mean, that's how they win the contracts with the different companies, right? Because if I'm out there, like a lot of countries don't build their own jets, they buy them mm -hmm. from other places. And so they're going to go and say, okay, do I want the, the British, whatever the British jet is versus the American jet versus and French have their own version. Yeah. French, even Russians really back. At, yeah, at the MIGs. Points. Yeah, exactly. They can buy MIGs. Yeah, cheap but utilitarian MIGs, right? Mm -hmm. And they're Reliable. always the bad guys in those movies. Anytime you need a bad guy, just buy an old MIG. Let them do it. Yeah, one, one of the things I was kind of looking through the F-16, one of the things that I, I remember most is this kind of bubble-like canopy. It, it's almost like old-school sci-fi in a way, but I guess it gives a lot of visibility and that's kind of the first time they use this kind of cool bubble canopy like it is. And it also had the joystick on like ergonomically was better than anything before it. So it could like, they could turn and because their whole thing is, Hey, after Vietnam, they were like, Hey, we need, we, we really need to get better at like dogfighting and things like that. Cause we suck. So they did all this stuff to make it easier for dogfighting. Right. Yeah, it's much more agile. It, it like you said, it has the bubble, which gives them like a 360 field degree view. It was the first plane that was completely controlled by computer for quickness. It had a prior nothing prior to that it had a one to one thrust ratio, which basically means it can fly vertically and increase speed while flying vertically, which jets couldn't do before that. So that's that's pretty bad. that's badass. That's that's something like you see in the movies. Like if you got a MIG on your tail, you got to be like Goose. We got a MIG on our tail. What a Chappy, we got a MIG. What what are we gonna do? Climb, 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 speed up, climb, kick those MIGs butts. And then the MIGs are like, oh, can't keep up with this. He's like accelerating vertically. Oh, we're done. Let's let's get out of here. <laughs> Take that, Ruskies. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. And it's still being upgraded and used, like I said, by different countries. Even in the US, they're not planning to really start out phase out out out. What would you call it? Out phasing? It, phasing out. Phasing out. That's the word That's I'm looking That's how I'd for. say it. Yeah. Until 2025. So a couple more years from now. So really it's, it's been around a while and it's only being phased out now, which tells you that, you know, it just tells you that this kernel and his energy maneuverability theory and all that, we need guys like that. Right. Because you yeah. get into the bureaucracy and, and and I know how it is. I was in the military and you, you really get kind of this complacency and bureaucracy and process oriented stuff. Um, and I think the F-16 is a kind of a product of 
people like Colonel Boyd and 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 Thomas Christie and the like the fighter mafia saying, "Hey, we need to shake things up and be badass." Remember, we we need to be badass. We're not here to just like collect our paychecks. Our job is to be badass. So we need to make the F-16 Fighting Falcon. It'd be nice if they had more people like that because now with the F-35, that's basically built by committee. It's designed to be the one and only fighter jet with four different configurations. It's super expensive and, uh, you know, I'm sure it's cool to fly and all that kind of stuff, but that kind of cost versus maneuverability and that kind of stuff, I would be curious to see the comparison. Well, I don't have we seen it in action at all? Yeah, F thirty five. Yeah. Has it yeah, been in any kind of combat operation to, to prove itself? I believe I know for sure the F twenty two has, and I believe the F thirty five has been used a little bit in uh Afghanistan and stuff. Uh I I could look that I could look that up, but I don't know but, for sure on that one. But if, if I'm mean, you, if you haven't me. even heard about it, then then I mean it's it probably has but not much, but we were talking yeah. about like the F-16 fighting Falcon or the F-15 Eagle, those, those kind of planes or they, they have some history, right? Like they got a, they got a big kill count, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. For being around so long. I mean, yeah, like the F-22 is not that old and they're already phasing it out. Right. So <laughs> yeah. it's like, come on. <laughs> it wasn't, it, wasn't that just invented? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's relatively new. And but they're facing the see the part of the thing is they want to phase out all fighter jets and just use the F-35 for all branches of the service. The idea being, you know, one to unify them all. And they've always kind of had that goal, which is why you had the F-15, the F-14, the F-16, because they were all trying to develop one jet. And then the Navy's like, no, 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 we need something different. So then they went down their way and got the F-14. And the Air Force is like, no, 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 no. We, we need something different. And they got the F-15 and F-16s. Government's still trying to do that. Yeah, yeah I get them. It makes sense because then you have kind of one Swiss Army jet bomber, all-in-one shampoo conditioner, um, body wash, everything, and it goes off the aircraft carriers, it goes from air face, air force bomber, it can do everything, right? So I, I get it, but here's the problem I have with that is it does the, you you don't have a diversity of of weapons, right? So here's the problem when you have this all in one thing, but if your enemy finds a weakness in that, then you're kind of hosed because that's what you have. You know what I mean? So I, I think we should have a variation of 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 weapons, man. And that's why they haven't been able to accomplish this because every time they're needed, they realize, okay, actually, we need. That's why the warthog is still in service. the The military keeps trying to get rid of the thing, but they can't find another they jet do. that they can do the super slow speeds that you know has the durability of it. Ugly and, ass. I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's same with the F fifteen. That's why they're still in service in the F-16s. Like the only one of these that's really been finally stopped used is the F-14. And that's because they have the F-8, right? So you still have that one. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Hey, just do what works. I think they just need to like have a variety of things. Plus it's cooler that way. If, if you have a toy line like Transformers, you don't just have Optimus Prime and that's it. 
you got to have all your different transformers, right? And the same with aircraft. You got to have different, you got to have different ones, man. Cause it's cool. <laughs> yep. Yep. And, and I should correct myself. I said F8. What I meant was F18. I don't want any, yeah, you know, F-18. fighter jet experts being like, mm, you're wrong. Yeah. And we're, we're not fighter jet experts, but we, we were around in the eighties and nineties when this thing was introduced and we grew up with this plane, right? This is a plane we we've heard about. We know, I mean, throughout the eighties and into the nineties, the F-16 was just a, like a staple of, 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 of fighter jets. And, and now Ukraine's going to get some, and I think that that's maybe why Russia's kind of pissed off because they know it's badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, um, I actually got to see one up close and personal once. Really? In, yeah, in Utah at Hill Air Force Base. My grandparents had their house had a separate a basement that had a separate entrance. And so they renovated it and turned and rented it out to this guy who worked in, in the air who was in the Air Force. He was a mechanic working on that F sixteen. And so he actually took me out for a visit one day and I and kind of like showed me around one of them. It was pretty cool. That's very cool. And 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 you'd think I would have seen some kind of fighter jet because I had an enlistment in the Navy. But every time, like for instance, the aircraft carrier in Yokosuka, it would come in, but you'd never see the planes. They are either down below the deck or, or they have their own base where they take them away. And I, they, they're never on top of the deck when they're in port. Probably makes sense, right? Yeah, totally makes sense. So I, I've seen plenty of ships, but I've, and I've seen plenty of like helicopters. My ship had had helicopters and stuff, but I've never actually, I've never, aside from the museum here in Seattle, of Museum of Flight, I don't think I've actually seen any any fighter jets. Well, that's lame. You got stationed <laughs> on the wrong ship. Uh, helicopters and ships. I didn't see any fighter jets. Oh yeah, I've seen. Yeah, I saw that one up close and personal. Got to touch it. I got to watch, uh, actually, I keep mentioning the A-10. I got to watch some do bombing runs when I was in the National Guard in um, the training center, Yakima Training Center in Washington State. And we were pretty far off, but you could see them off in the distance, and then you could feel like some of the concussion from the, the bombing trainings. Oh, see, that's cool. cool. D- dude, I was trained on an Air Force base in Biloxi, Mississippi, before I joined the fleet. So you'd think I would have seen... But it's all these big ass lame cargo planes, whatever. It's just these big honking lame planes. Wow. Man, I feel gypped. And I was active duty enlisted and I didn't see any. Sucks. I saw a lot of water. That's all I saw. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> so what do you think about um like current events? How With do you think six- this yeah, how, for like going to Ukraine? What do you what do you think that's gonna be like? I don't think it's going to be super soon. I don't think it's going to be like part of their big push or anything because they got to train pilots and get everything ready. So I think this is going to be more of a long-term like, Hey, Ukraine's really a country and we have F-16s kind of deal. Yeah, I, I, I think so. I mean, we talked about the tanks. I mean, they're still in the process kind of rolling over those, that was the, rolling those out, rolling those over there <laughs> you got a problem with your english today words are hard sometimes Ro- rolling them out i would say rolling them out i think rolling roll them out. out 
rolling them out would be the correct phrase. So anyway, yeah, yeah it's certainly going to be a while before they get these over there. How many did did you happen to catch? How many are going? How many F sixteens they're giving to Ukraine? I didn't see that, but there's I think they're still working out like which kind they're going to send. And it's mm. interesting because Switzerland sold a bunch of F-16s to like other countries so that other countries could give those to Ukraine. Mm. You see how Switzerland rolls? Because they're like, hey, we're completely neutral, but we're going to sell our stuff to non-neutral people and then you can go ahead and donate, right? Yeah. We're not going to get involved, but there you so go. I, yeah, I still think it's in the early stages, but I, I would think that Russia doesn't really like the fact that Ukraine's getting F-16s, but oh well, sucks to be you. Yeah, I, I, to be honest, I don't know if that particular item is going to make a huge difference because from everything I've been reading and watching on it, it seems to be mostly a ground war yeah. and just kind of ground fighting from village to village and town to town. So I don't know if jets are going to make that much of a difference because up until now, Russia would have had had the advantage, right? And so they're not winning. So clearly their jets aren't making that much of a difference. Yeah. And and I think the Fs, I think, like I said, the F-16s for them is more of a long-term thing. Like, yeah. yeah, we have this as part of our overall arsenal. So I don't think we'll see it much anytime soon, but I think it's also symbolic the fact that, hey, we're giving all the tanks and now we're we're doing the we're doing the F-16s now too, just to show Russia we're not like we're not gonna i don't know what they this putin guy thinks like everybody's just gonna not do anything like what's what's wrong with this goblin-headed fool like honestly i think what's he smoking over there (laughs) well i don't know on that one but i do think part of his besides thinking that he'd win right away is just that he would win through continuing to fight there and that countries would just get tired of supporting ukraine and just get to a point where we're like you know what now we sent him money we sent him stuff yeah, I'm done. I'm tired of supporting Ukraine. And luckily that hasn't been the case that countries like the US and and other countries are still su- sending supplies and support and that kind of stuff to the Ukraine. Yeah. Well, the F16s are coming, bitches. Wait for Iron them. Eagle. Chappy! They're going to start playing <laughs> some like 80s tunes. Iron Eagle style where they're blasting like Russians out of their country. They're going to be playing like Gimme, gimme, gimme some of that love. And this one's for you, Chappy. Yeah. <laughs> I got things going on in my head about how things are going to go. And if they went like, I need to join the Air Force uh, and be a military commander, and everybody would have like 80s hair metal and they'd be just kicking ass. So, Air Force, if you want to hire me as a civilian like advisor or something, I'm I'm available for work. Perfect. Yeah. Consultant to the military on uh, inspirational music to kick butt in the fighter jets. Yeah. <laughs> Make it a job. I'll, I'm, I'm diggity down. That's my job now. Sweet. I'll do it for free. All right. 80s and 90s Uncensored listeners, let us know what you think. You can reach us on social media at the 80s and 90s com. You can visit us on the web at the 80s and 90s dot com. And with that, we are out of here like a fighter jet traveling a Mach 2, baby. Booyah! And we're playing Queen's One Vision. <laughs> One Vision. Oh, see, I'm going like, <laughs> I'm going ACDC in my jet. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs>